0: Hey there! In today's episode, I'm going to share how and why you should learn the art of saying thank you to yourself on Thanksgiving and beyond. Let's go! Welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle, with over a million downloads and counting. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor, and I am so glad to be here with you again. I really am, and I have to tell you, I wanted Didi Dee Dee to sit on the perch right next to me as I was recording. Now you might know that I have a little bird, and she was sitting here, but she was commenting on what I was saying. So I tried several times with her on this perch and I had to give up. (laughs) So I put her in the cage that's nearby. And um, hopefully she won't chime in too much. But you know, she has important things to say about this topic of you thanking yourself. (laughs) So we'll see how it goes. We will see how it goes with her in the room. So the topic I want to coach you on today is really about How to appreciate yourself more. We're talking about the art of saying thank you to yourself on Thanksgiving and beyond. Of course, you can say thank you to yourself on the regular and throughout the year, and I highly advise that. But you know how it goes with establishing a new habit. You got to start small. So we're going to start small with Thanksgiving. Let's start by exploring this concept together and focus on this holiday, Thanksgiving, if you're listening in real time. Uh that's what's happening. This holiday has a ready-made prompt in the name. So let's use it to our advantage. <laughs> it's probably even better than a sticky note as a reminder. But just quick before we dive into that, I want to make sure you know about the free download for you that is perfect if you want to dive a little deeper into the topic of how to reinvent yourself. I know that's a popular topic with the women in the middle. So, to find out more about how to get unstuck, imagine what's possible, and live your best life in the middle, reimagined, head on over to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash 10 questions. And you'll get your copy right away in your email. And then that will be perfect for you to be on your way right away. (laughs) Actually, it's not always right away. You'll get the the download right away. But, you know, when you ask yourself these 10 questions about reimagining, What's possible reinventing yourself? It takes time, but answering the questions will really help you sort out some of your thoughts and some of the things that you're going to realize you haven't really thought about and you need to to keep moving forward. Anyway, you're going to love it. And one more thing, I also want to make sure you heard about the exciting new thing that will be coming to you soon. I've been posting about it on social media too. I don't have an exact date, but it's getting closer and closer. I've been hinting that something big is coming. It's new, it's exciting, and it's something specifically for midlife women entrepreneurs to share their message. So stay tuned. It really is coming soon. Okay, let's dive into this interesting topic about the art of saying thank you to yourself on Thanksgiving and beyond. Now, I have a feeling this topic isn't anywhere on your list of things that you have to do. (laughs) With the whole lead up to Thanksgiving dinner, the travel, the cooking, the family time, the house chores, all of it. There's also Thanksgiving weekend, more activities, watching football, parades, travel, marching band, family, cleaning, organizing, shopping, eating, and the social stuff in the middle. It's the holiday that keeps on giving. (laughs) At first, I was thinking about talking Um, about having less stress over the holiday when I was, you know, preparing uh, the podcast topic. And, you know, uh, the stress thing is on everybody's mind, like easing your stress, avoiding stress, how stressed you are, having less stress. And of course, this is a perfect fit, a really nice fit with another free download I have called Three Steps to Regret Proof Your Holiday, which you can have right now. Just go to the show notes and you'll see the link there. So I did a quick Google search and there are tons of resources out there to help you with this, with stress, because let's face it, it's stressful and you're not alone. That is for sure. I was actually a little down, a little depressed at how many things came up in that brief search. It made me so sad that women set themselves up like this every year. And I am totally guilty of this too. It's a lot. You know, we take it all on. We try to make it meaningful. We try to make it delicious. We try to please everyone, make sure everyone has a great time. And of course, we want to make it memorable too. It really is a lot. And as much as you may like doing it, or at least some of it, there wouldn't be this many resources, support, free downloads, blogs, and podcasts about how to have less stress if it really wasn't so pervasive with women in the middle and uh, probably for women in general, but women in the middle, we really have it when it comes to entertaining on uh, big holidays. Then I started to think about what the holiday is all about. It's gratitude. So I wanted to flip the switch and think about what we could be grateful for that you might not have at the top of your list. The first image that popped into my mind was actually you, Well, not exactly you, because I don't know, you know, exactly who you are (laughs) at this particular moment in time when you're listening. But you know what I mean, the women in the middle. And I hope you're a proud member of this group of amazingness. There's one thing I know about women in the middle. It's that there is very little self-appreciation going on. Very little. You might think you're amazing every now and again, but really, it's not typically top of mind. It is way easier to think about what you're not doing or achieving than to focus on what you are doing exceptionally well. In my midlife coaching world lately, I can't believe how much of this, or how little of this, I guess, is more accurate, is going on. Self-criticism and not-enoughness? Plentiful. Plentiful. Common thoughts running through your head and taking up expensive, valuable real estate in your brain are probably more like this. I should be further ahead with the planning. I'm not as organized as I could be. The house isn't as clean as I wanted it to be. So and so is better at this than I am. It's not as nice as I hoped. It's not as delicious as I wanted. And so on and so on and scooby dooby doo. You know what? We're everyday people. You're not the only midlife gal thinking this stuff. And this kind of thinking is just that it's a bunch of thoughts. And you know what else? They're not useful. As my old high school band director Fred used to say, they are stinking up the joint. Think about it. Really think about it. Do you feel amazing when you think that you should be better than you are or that you should be further ahead? I caught myself thinking I should be further ahead. That one is very common for me, and it came up uh, last week. Now I'm getting better at seeing it, which we'll talk more about in a minute, but it never ends you feel bad and then you feel worse because you're beating yourself up on top of doing whatever it is at the rate or speed that you're doing it, right? This is where that mean girl concept comes in. When you're mean to yourself, you're criticizing and you're hard on yourself on top of working on, you know, doing whatever it is that you're doing. The negative narrative is like an ongoing ticker tape of yuck, running on autopilot in your mind. (laughs) It's basically I'm not enough the way I am. Like, think about it. It's exhausting and it's mean. And it's certainly not you being the queen of your brain domain. And that is something I've talked about for years on the podcast. This idea, this goal that you can become the queen of your brain domain. And when you're doing this kind of stuff in your mind, you're not being the queen of your brain domain. Truth be told, you wouldn't say this stuff to anyone you cared about. But when it comes to the way you treat yourself, it's a little too easy to think harshly and critically like this. So this is why the one extra thing I would like you to consider doing over this holiday season is to thank yourself. Over the Thanksgiving weekend and tons of other times throughout the year, that's why I said, that's why I called this episode and beyond, (laughs) there are so many reasons to thank your amazing self. And don't get me wrong, I'm not suggesting that you're perfect or that there's no room for improvement. If you're listening to this podcast, you love to work on improving all kinds of things in your life. But seriously, let's work on giving your own self some love right now in the form of appreciation, saying thank you to you. Let's start with what you're doing right now for this holiday so everyone will feel at home, make lovely memories, feel relaxed, enjoy the food, folks, and fun you're a planning, cooking, doing machine. Now, if you're traveling and not hosting, you're still doing a ton of stuff where you're thinking about others and planning out the yin yang. You don't get a pass on this episode's message, my friend. (laughs) Like, nice try. I could hear where you were going with that whole traveling thing. You might be off the hook with cooking the majority of the food, maybe, or cleaning, but you're not just waltzing into wherever you're going Without doing, planning, coordinating anything. I know it. As a woman in the middle, you're a master coordinator and problem solver. You have decades of experience and you probably can't even help yourself. It's kind of like a superpower. You're probably proud of it. (laughs) And the other thing I know about midlife women like yourself is that you rarely put yourself first, let alone show yourself some appreciation. So let's go there. Here are five things you can do to give yourself a thank you hug. Number one. Become aware of your negative self-talk. You may have to remind yourself to look for it, and that's okay. The better you get at noticing it, the easier it will be to manage it with compassion and curiosity rather than self-criticism. Two, notice the habit of compare and despair. If comparing yourself to others doesn't help you, try not to do it. (laughs) I know that sounds simple some find comparisons like this motivational in specific situations when they can learn something. Like if you are comparing yourself, you're a runner and you're comparing yourself to another runner, you may be comparing and looking for technique, right? Some of my colleagues um, do really good live videos. So I compare myself to look for techniques, but that's different than what I'm talking about here. This is compare and despair, right? And The feeling that you get from doing the comparing and thinking about comparing does not create something useful for you. For many of us, it is not useful at all, and it just makes you diminish your own amazingness and feel bad about yourself. So if compare and despair feels terrible, it's not useful. Number three, appreciate and value what you do. Now, when you pride yourself on producing an accomplishment, it can be hard to slow down and separate all the things from the blur of busy in your mind. You may recall the mango episode where I had my worst mommy moment. I'll put it in the show notes if you missed that doozy. (laughs) Anyway, you got to remember that your life isn't about pumping out widgets. It's not the chocolate factory in that hilariously stressful I Love Lucy episode. It's not. So appreciate and value what you do, please. Number four, allow yourself to feel self-love. Now we're getting into the nitty gritty. We all talk about self-love. You probably have a fridge magnet or a Pinterest pin about it. But do you feel the benefits of thinking thoughts that produce that feeling in your body? What does it look like for you? Ask yourself, how would it feel to show myself some love on Thanksgiving? How would I feel if I showed myself some love when I was busy any other time of the year? Does it feel like rest for you? Feeling proud or satisfied, nourishment, having some time alone, having a meaningful conversation, prioritizing yourself for something you've been putting off? Is it just talking to yourself, talking to yourself in a certain way that allows you to feel self love? So I love flowers. So I allow myself to have fresh flowers regularly and I don't feel guilty about it as table settings with and without company, sometimes just for me in my garden, in my house. It feels so good. And number five, create a go-to thought that feels like a thank you hug. Wouldn't that be great if you knew exactly what to think on purpose that helped you feel grateful for being you? That helped you feel like like you were thanked and loved by yourself? (laughs) What would you like to be acknowledged for or reminded of? You can do that for yourself. The trick, though, is to just accept that you may need to remind yourself to A, think it in the first place, and B, remember the exact thought. This is where your phone notes might help, or sticky notes, or even writing a love letter to yourself that arrives in the mail when you know you could really benefit from remembering to think this way. So what do you think about this stuff? Are you with me? Here are the five tips again. Become aware of your negative self-talk. Notice the habit of compare and despair appreciate and value what you do, allow yourself to feel self-love, and create a go-to thought that feels like a thank you hug. I think it's a great idea to start this new holiday tradition together. Remember to thank yourself for your amazing self more often at this age and stage than ever before. You are worth it, my friend. You really are. Okay, that's it for this episode. As you know, my focus as your midlife coach is to help you get unstuck, clear, and excited about your life again. Want to think about how to regret-proof your holidays? I have a three-step guide for you to download. Just go to the show notes page for this episode and the link will be there. And if you're ready to change your life and learn the skills to unstick yourself with some masterful coaching, a top-notch curriculum, an infusion of creativity and a warm, fun, and awesome community of like-minded women, we got to talk about it. I would love to be able to help you get unstuck and be happier and more fulfilled than ever before. Go ahead and book your free momentum call at www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com, and we will do just that. And it's a very good idea. For show notes and links, head over to www.susierosenstein.com and click the podcast tab and look for episode 279. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and I'll talk to you next week.